just a heads up that we do talk about season six, Love is Blind, in this episode. So if you are watching Love is Blind season six, this one has characters like, I shouldn't say characters, this one has a cast of people like A.D., Brittany, Jeremy, Laura, Sarah Ann. If these names are sounding familiar and you are watching um, and haven't watched after the Dominican um, experience that the cast has, maybe save this one until you're caught up. Be because we do talk about what happens after they get back from the Dominican and our thoughts on it and what we think is going to happen going forward. So just heads up, we don't want to do any spoilers for you. So if you're not up to date on Love is Blind, maybe skip this episode. <laughs> Everybody loves free travel. Credit card points are a really good way to get it, but not for everybody. So we're going to talk about credit cards and points and all the stuff that goes along with, uh, with that. But before we do that, we're going to talk about what we're into this week. Megan, what are you into this week? Okay, so as we speak, it's a Friday and... I believe it was two days ago, on the Wednesday, the second batch of Love is Blind episodes had come and out. And since Thursday, we've had nothing else to watch. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Is this the same piece of content that you're into at the moment? You betcha. Okay. I'm waiting for the next drop. Okay, so if you aren't cut up on Love is Blind, what, season six? Yeah. Whatever season the most current one is, you're going to want to fast forward because I can't not talk about it and I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But Lindsay, what are you thinking? What's your impression? What are your thoughts? Tell me everything and anything. I was flabbergasted by Ken. Shocked at his change from how he was in the pods and how he was in the Dominican Republic to how he was at home. Put your phone down, dude. Like, you went from this, like, doting, amazing man to I'm going to be on my phone and pretend that you don't even exist. Do you think that was an edit, though? No. No? Okay. I'm sure, like all reality, they made it worse than it was. But, like, if you are looking at your phone when the other person in the conversation is looking at you, like, that's a problem. Yeah. Right? Like, when there's, like, this weird triangle of uh, of eye contact. Yeah. (laughs) Eye contact is with your phone and the other person is trying to make eye. Like, that's a problem. And yeah. he totally gaslit her. He woke her up at one in the morning and expected something when she had to be up for work at five. What? And then made it her fault for not reciprocating. And then when she said, I'm not sure like what's going on here, he was like, yeah, you know, if, there, if it's not there for you, then I guess we should just, that's not what she was saying. That's not what she was saying at all. And he totally let her take the fall for it. So he absolutely blew my mind. So he's in the doghouse, according to Lindsay. I, I agree with the phone thing, 
that is real for I think a lot of humans. Yeah. A lot of relationships is the frustration when you're trying to have a conversation with someone and they're scrolling. Totally. And I also feel like the cameras aren't there all the time. And so when the cameras are there, like you, I feel like I would be on my best behavior. Right. You know, I don't know. Maybe you get desensitized to it a bit um, after so many weeks, but I want to talk about um, Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea, I don't know if it's the edit or what is happening, but she just seems so needy. Yeah. And maybe the vibe that he's getting giving off isn't like translating through the screen. Cause like when you say one thing, but the mood in the room is like not the same as what you're trying to say. I just feel like he's saying the right things. And like, I can see when they were in the Dominican and he was just catching up and like being an extrovert and like getting to know everybody. And like, he knew that AD was like Chelsea's bestie and he went to her right away and was like, you know, I just feel like that was so blown out of proportion. Right. I mean, they are drunk all the time on this show. Right. So emotions are higher than normal. Um, But yeah, that one was majorly blown out of proportion. What I was surprised at and kind of happy to see was Chelsea's reaction to her friends. Her mannerisms and idiosyncrasies were really similar um, like she was like, oh, I'm getting all sweaty. And she like ran towards them like a little child. And those were things that I thought were um, like a nervous thing with Jimmy. But then she did it with her friends too. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe that's just her. That's just her personality, her quirks yeah. and quirks. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, eh? Oh, I love it. I love and- it. I was so mad that the spoiler they gave on the first batch was not presented in the second batch. Oh, which one? The spoiler where she goes, did you sleep with her? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they gave like a did you sleep with her scenario with another couple. Yes, I totally got confused. Yeah, I thought it was the other couple. And then they did the spoiler again at the end. I was like, oh, right. That was just- Okay, so speaking of the other couple, what do you think? Did he do it? Um, No. But you don't he- think? No, no, I don't think so. But um, who goes out until 545 and thinks that's okay? Like who? And if you were going out, like, why was your partner not with you or invited? I didn't understand that. He was like going out for a night on the town and she wasn't included. Maybe she had to work or something. Or maybe like that kind of thing happens in, I mean, not now because we stay up past 1030 and we're hungover, but like earlier in our relationship, Greg is the kind of guy who's the last one to leave the party. He never wants to shut it down. If we go somewhere together, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. And it takes me like an hour and a half to get him to leave. Like that's the kind of 
totally guy he is. So like I can relate to him going out and her not because I'm that way too. I'm just like, oh, it sounds so fun for you, but like hard no for me. I'm not gonna do that. Um it's the you need to know when to shut it down with another woman who you maybe have been dated. Like that might be a conversation you want to have like during the day in public. Public. Yeah. Yeah. He was so wrong on all. It just feels really uncomfortable. And like, I also feel like if you're in a relationship where you're doubting the person's being faithful and that's something that's really important to you, which it is for most people, um, I, that's not a, that's not a good one. No, <laughs> no. Well, that's not a good start. It's like, come not on. a good start. Come on it's now. Just... What were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. what were you thinking? Oh, I love it. I you think he them. did it. I think he, he maybe, <gasps> I don't know, five o'clock in the morning with somebody he was very on the fence about, yeah. gets to see her in person not in a group they're just the two of them there's probably alcohol involved yeah it's not looking good fair yeah fair and we also have to remember that although these people are like engaged and you know telling each other they really care about them and love them and see a future together they're still strangers they've known each (laughs) other for like three days Uh, yeah (laughs) it is is such a wild show I just love it I just love it so much hopefully um, you are listening and you love it too (laughs) and if you don't and you're looking for some mental chewing gum um, that's your show it's a great one to just veg out on and enjoy their drama okay so though The Dominican Republic was the location that they went to. You also just got back from the Dominican. And maybe this is somewhere people want to use some of their points to travel with. So tell me everything and anything you know about credit cards and points and all the things. I'm a newbie in this department. So I, I just joined the club. There's not much I know about it yet, but I am learning. And, uh, yeah, so let's talk about that. Well, what I want to say in the beginning is um, y'all got to realize that the house always wins. <laughs> this is not um, credit card companies wanting to pay for your travel. Uh, you are paying for your travel almost always. Um, so I say that because when I look at my clients' credit card statements and I see their annual fee, plus their interest cost and their extra spending. Because yes, you do spend more as you are trying to earn those points. Um, Most of them are paying for their flights. They're paying for their own flights. They're just not realizing it. So I am well aware that some people out there are only using their credit card for things that are budgeted for and that they have the money for and they are paying them off before that grace, that 28 day grace period ends and they are not paying any interest and they are just getting the points. And if you are that person, um, then some free points or, you know, some travel points and free travel is super cool because who doesn't want to travel? 
Um, but yeah, just that, that baseline understanding before we even talk about different cards and points and how it works and whatnot, that the house always wins. What kind of points does your credit card have? Okay, so I have, um, I when I went to university, <laughs> this is going to show everyone how really credit uh, no, novice I am. Um, but when I went to university, I was approached by somebody selling credit cards. Mm -hmm. So I got one and it had like my universe. I went to Lakehead. It went to, it had like a Lakehead logo on it and it was an MBNA card. Yeah. And that's the card I've been using this whole time <laughs> until last year. So my MBNA has some rewards program where I think for every dollar you spend, you get one point or whatever. And then they have a reward catalog. And I always use the points to get like Cineplex gift cards or, yeah. you know, whatever, one of, one of those things. Yeah. Um, but then when I was doing, I think it was like 2023, I was like, okay, I got to start like getting on the bandwagon. Like yeah, people are booking trips that. and like, I get like a $25 gift card to Cineplex. Like what? I got lots of bills. Like I got so many properties, I got my own bills. I got tons. I should be like going to Dominican too on Absolutely. points. Like this is stupid. Um, I got the Avion, the RBC yeah. Avion. So yeah. that's the kind of points I have. I haven't spent any of them. I don't know. Any, I, I've just been using it. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> Fair. Well, one thing that, um, so we use the Avion card as well. Uh, what we've liked about the Avion card is like, it's not connected to any one particular thing. You can use it for all sorts of stuff. You can, you can do a rental, like a, a car rental with it. You can do a, you know, get a, get a hotel with it as well as flights. So I find that it's really flexible that way. Um, but you gotta, like, it's a lot of points, like 35,000 points for a flight or a round trip flight. I think it's sometimes 50,000 points if you want to go overseas. Um, that means that you have to spend $35,000 to get one flight. Mm. So at 19.99% interest, if you even pay interest for a few months, on that $35,000, um, you might be close to <laughs> the, you know, $700 flight in the first place. Um, so yeah, but that's the one that we've used as well. The other thing that we've, um, and if anybody has any suggestions, feel free to send us a message about this stuff. If you have a way of doing things that we are not, um, let me know. So the other thing that I have, the other challenge that I have found with points is um, most of the people that you read about using points online are singles. I don't know if anybody's ever noticed that, but like the big bloggers and whatnot, they're not traveling with families. Mm. So having your flights all on under one itinerary is really beneficial, especially if you are doing a trip with layovers or around like across the globe. Mm. Um, you don't want your family members on different itineraries. If one person gets bumped on one itinerary for whatever reason, they don't necessarily know that you're all together. And so we have 
we have found that as a challenge, as we've accumulated points, it doesn't mean that we have enough for all four of us to go round trip. Mm. So as an example, um, when we were in the Dominican, there were some challenges with our flights on the way down. And what we had done is we had booked one person. We had booked Graham on points and then me and the boys, we paid cash. And so on the way down, we had some challenges. And then on the way back, I go to check in Uh and me and the boys don't have flights. They canceled our flights. They marked us as no shows (laughs) because Uh of these issues. So Graham could check in, but we had no tickets. Oh my and God. so I had to put a roaming package on my phone and call in. And it was totally their fault. They fixed it all. Um, but thank God I went to check in 24 hours in advance and not five hours in advance. Or thank God I didn't just walk into the airport to check in. Um, so we had some time to... Um, to navigate this. Um, but that's one example on like why being all on one itinerary is really important. Um, if we were on his itinerary, we wouldn't have been canceled. If he was on our itinerary, he would have been canceled, but at least we don't be canceled together sitting on the beach mm-hmm. at the Dominican. So those are my beefs <laughs> with, with the points. But if you were the type of person that you are using your card for gas and groceries and all of your like household expenses, all of the stuff that is budgeted, um, especially if you're somebody who has more than one house, like more uh, rental property, or you have a business that's spending a bunch of money, accumulating those points for all those budgeted things and then paying it off before that grace period is a really nice way of getting some free travel. Because mm-hmm. um, often the cards who have travel options also have travel insurance, um, and some other benefits to the company. And that was one of the other considerations because in 2022, we were in Florida and our flight was canceled. We were supposed to come home. I think it was on a Monday Mm -hmm. and our flight was canceled for some reason. I can't remember why I have a memory, so I also have the worst memory. Um, I have a memory of getting on the plane, sitting there for an hour, and then getting off the plane. I think they couldn't shut the door or shut something. Right. So, like, we all got off, and then we waited and we waited and we waited. And then oh, at the end of the day, it was like one o'clock in the morning, and we were going to a hotel. And we didn't get home until Thursday. So we were supposed to get home on a Monday. We got home on a Thursday and we made it to to Toronto. Okay. It was the flight from Toronto to Thunder Bay. Hindsight, what we should have done is just drove home. We should have just got a rental car and just drove home. Um, But you're just constantly waiting for the update. And so, I mean, that would have been a 16 hour drive for us with four kids and my mom. but because I booked it on that MBNA card, which is trash for travel points and travel everything, mm-hmm. I didn't have any protection. Right. Yeah. And so that was one of the things that prompted me to look for a different card because mm-hmm. that ten that seemed to be the going trend to be the norm. 
<laughs> for all yeah. the delays, lost baggage. Like I remember on the way to Florida, we were going through Pearson Airport and I saw mountains, like literal piles massive piles of people's bags and I was just like walking through Pearson like la 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 here we go I'm going to Florida wow there's so many bags all over the place just completely oblivious and stupid about the whole thing and then on the way home when we got caught I was like this is why there were so many bags right the other thing that I learned was that if we would have had a credit card that was like more travel friendly we could have gotten to certain lounges. So like, because our flight kept getting delayed and all we were having all these issues, we did pay to go into a lounge. I can't remember which airport it was in, but mm -hmm. um, that's an experience that I probably want to just repeat. <laughs> if, if I'm going to be in an airport for longer than a couple hours, I want to be sitting in the lounge. Fair. Mm -hmm. Fair. Yeah, we've used the travel insurance um, before it's covered, um, when we were coming home from Dubai, our flight got canceled, um, last minute. And then they rebooked us 24 hours later. But of course our hotel was already wrapping up when we were planning on heading home. So we had to get a hotel for that night. And because it was the night of, um, and in a big city, I guess, I don't know, our, uh, that extra night was like three times the cost of every other night when we were there they really jacked it up on us and so it was great the travel insurance from the avion card uh paid for that um that part was really awesome um i think it may have also covered some meals or i think i submitted some other receipts as well so i i do love i love hate if you can tell like i i love them but i hate them what i hate about them is how people use them right the other thing to realize is that when when you are using a card like this at a store, the store's fees, transaction fees are higher than if you had paid with your bank card. So naturally prices go up <laughs> in order to pay for these fees, right? Mm -hmm. The grocery store is not just going to absorb them. They're mm -hmm. going to increase the cost of the food. So um, everybody else is doing it. It's not like your transactions are the things that are making the grocery prices go up, um, but it is a contributing factor to the bigger picture. Um, there's some really awesome cards out there that give you um, like two times, three times, four times, whatever points for um, grocery stores, for um, gas, things like that. And so if you are, if you're interested in seeking out points, Find a card that works really well for you, for how you use your credit card. However, if you are the type of person that keeps a balance on your credit card, don't bother with the points. Mm -hmm. Points are only good for those who clear off their credit card within the 28-day grace period before the interest is charged. The only time that you're going to win. You, so marketing executives are like really smart people. <laughs> and they put all of this stuff for one reason, one reason only, and it's for you to spend more money. They know like the ding of the credit card machine. They know what ding makes you happier. What tone, like they know this stuff by giving you more points for grocery shopping. What they are doing is teaching you 
to use your credit card for groceries. So if you are the type of person who keeps a balance, even if you wipe off most of your balance, that's not good enough. You need to wipe off all of your balance in order to have zero interest. And so we don't want that interest paying for your flights. Um, so of the cards that I have looked at and how I use my credit card and how I do my banking, my preference at this point is the Avion card. Um, and one of the reasons is because I like a card that is connected to my bank account. I don't want to have to wait three days for my payment to show up on my credit card. So if I'm paying from, I don't know, a credit union and I'm paying my RBC Avion card, that's going to take three days to show up. Mm. If I pay from my RBC account to my Avion card, that's just a transfer. It's instant. So I like a card that is integrated with your banking. Um, that's usually my number one prerequisite. And then my number two prerequisite is find a card that has the benefits that you are looking for, right? If you are somebody who travels, then the benefit of getting, like you were saying, um, like movie passes, not as good as getting the insurance, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and then always pay it off down to zero if you are believing that you're getting free flights. Yeah. You're not believing, like, you just, you can't pay the interest and then call the free flights. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think that's good advice. Like just find the features that are important to you and just get the card that has the most of the, the most of those features. Mm -hmm. And like, that's pretty much, that's why I didn't have a point card because I didn't give a hoot of a point the points were not something that I care about. Um, and I honestly don't really use my credit card that much. Um, even my business, like I have an MBNA card for the business because I just added an extra, you know, mm -hmm. card to our account um, that was separate that has zero benefits. There's no rewards. There's no cash back. There's nothing um, because I don't care. I, I honestly don't care about points that much. Um, it's just when I hear about other people <laughs> getting stuff with points, I, I tend to care. Um, yeah. I collect optimum points when I go to shoppers or when I get fuel or groceries, um, but I'm not going to sign up for an optimum credit card just to get more optimum points because that's really not that important to me. Totally. Yeah. And so once I did my trip and we were stranded in Toronto for four days, I real I got real quick perspective on what was important to me and um having some sort of travel person to even talk to mm, <laughs> once I yeah. booked the flight would have been helpful um just to ease that that burden. Um but I do have the Avion card now. I have been Sporting points. Um, my intention is to maybe like do a couples trip with it. Like maybe just yeah. go with Greg somewhere. Um, otherwise, I have no real intention. I'm pretty sure that um, that, that card uh, lets you book flights to Victoria. 
I think that's like a cool oh. little benefit of that card, Meg. Wouldn't that be convenient? <laughs> and that is actually one of the things that I kind of liked about, because I really have this tendency to keep things as simple as I possibly can. Yeah. And the thing that I liked about that Avian card is like, it was like, this is the price for flights within Canada. Yeah. Or not price, but like points. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's this many points. It doesn't matter if you're going from... Um, Thunder Bay to Winnipeg or Thunder Bay to Victoria. This is the price for flights within Canada. And these are the amount of points for international. Yeah. Excluding these, you know, three places. And so I thought that was just like really simple, put it into perspective because I did get like a bonus sign up something Mm -hmm. or other. And I was like, oh, okay. So that bonus is like, one of us can go free to somewhere in within Canada. Totally. Mm-hmm. A thing to know about that is, um, well, back to my first statement of the house always wins. They'll charge you the 35,000 points plus taxes and fees. When you add them all up, like the taxes and fees are different for every thing that you want to do. And sometimes by the time you put it all together, it's the same as what it would cost to just book it on your own. Like sometimes taxes and fees are like several hundreds of dollars on top of your points. What? So like when I say the house always wins, the house really always does win. But like I love to see people use their cards for all of those like reoccurring things. Like if you have Mm -hmm. a bill that is reoccurring that you can automate by putting onto your credit card. Mm -hmm. And then step two of that same process is automate the payment Mm -hmm. from your bank account to your credit card. And you can have the robots do your work for you. Why wouldn't you do that, right? We just need to keep our balance down to zero if we want to call them free points. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing. So do not fall into their their trap of, you know, uh, the simple concept of using it for groceries and they're going to give you more points. that is so that they can train you. Mm-hmm. Um, and what give you more flights? <laughs> when I was um, one of the people who have a lot of insight when it comes to points is Barry Choi. He's uh-huh. a he writes for the Globe and he also does like media stuff. So mm-hmm. if people want to follow him on Instagram, he does a lot of traveling and when he does he uses points and he is very transparent he says like you know i'm only on this trip because of these points and this is how much it costs and this is how i got them and i find that really helpful when it's coming to like like what you just said like just be careful because you know there's also taxes and fees and it's like oh okay yeah because this flight was going to cost me all those points that i just earned but also to remember it's not free to me. It, totally. I, have, I have to pay too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and with him, like he, he talks about the amount of like work that it takes to get these benefits and make sure that you are like doing it in the right way, not costing you money. And um, it, it takes something to go through and understand the rules and, and then also to dissect it afterwards and find out whether or not it was actually um, free or actually a good benefit to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
almost all of my clients um, who use a credit card for their day-to-day spending, it's like oh, pretty well 100%. I guess I, I probably have a few over the years that are really organized analytical types. Um, those people usually don't work with me. <laughs> but the super <laughs> organized analytical types can, can sometimes pull this off. But the rest of them who are using their credit card for their day-to-day spending, I tell them not to. And then they try to convince me on why they should. And then finally, I say, you do you. You're paying me to tell you one thing. If that doesn't work for you, that's fine. You do you. And then they come back to me a couple months later telling me that things are still messy and that they're having a hard time staying on track. And credit cards are just meant to confuse you. Um, (laughs) Most things in finance are, I think. Right? I mean, between the transaction date and the posted date, And then they like magically add in your fee, like at a certain time so that even though you paid off your balance, the fee showed up and now your balance isn't paid off. So now you're paying interest on the entire, you know, the entire previous balance, not just the fee. Like it really is, um, the house always wins, the cards are stacked against you. And so um, using a credit card takes another level of uh, management. Um, and for somebody who, um, you know, I, I often will, will tell people that like paying your credit card bill off at the end of the month is not the thing that gets you the pat on the back. It's not the thing that, um, it's not the, the task that says that you're good with money, but for so many people, they're like, yes, I paid off my credit card balance. I'm doing good. Um, For almost all of those people, they've overspent and their money could have gone to better use in other areas. Uh, But then they have this like task at the end of the month that gets them the check mark. And I don't think that's the check mark we're looking for. Holy harsh. Two cents. (laughs) Two cents on on credit card points. (laughs) Enjoy. Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your coworker, or a licensed professional. And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers.